This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? How are you doing? It is the CBC Wisdom Hour number 152 for Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. What's happening? Tony B coming to you from New Jersey. That's right. Tony, uh, you changed your name. What was I it played, before? Well, it was TB Time Bomb. It was the fabulous T for a while. So you, you never know what you're going to get, Steve. Now it's just your name. Now it's just real. Tony Vinard. I know. What are you yes. going to do? All right. Welcome, everybody. We are live right now at that time that I said it's it. Well, I didn't say the time. It's eight o'clock p.m. Eastern. Uh, if you're not watching at that time, you are watching the replay at the time. I didn't say that we were on at that time equivalent. You're watching the replay. Please go. make sure if you're watching in the group and you're watching live to let stream your show your name. Just click on that link. That's all it does. It's let let stream your show your name, which is what we're using here. And I did remember this week to put a link in for YouTube. So go to YouTube and subscribe yeah, to our channel. There you go. <clears throat> That's where all these uh, videos are archived that we've been doing, plus other stuff that Cover Band Central does. So click on that link and subscribe so you're notified when we go live. And win a prize when you sign up. Get a big thank you hug from Tony. Yes, and be in the pool to be eligible to be win a big super secret prize. Yes, but please comment and say hello if you're watching live and tell us where you're from. And we will interact with you. We'll Facebook do our best. Too. Facebook user said it's 5 p.m. on the West Coast. The best coast, they say. There you go. And that's somebody in the group who did not click on, click on the link for StreamYard to let them show his name or her name. Could be. I can't assume it's a guy. But usually, you know, we got a, a mix, a 50-50, I think. Of yeah, audience. we got a good ratio. We got a good... 50-50 mix of guys and girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't say anything about the website the website because we're going to talk about the website. Okay, let's talk about the website. Today's topic, Tony, that I chose. Yes, do tell. Uh, but before we do get to, to the topic, though, I, I have to, to comment on more pictures that I've seen now. Sleepy Hollow, what is going on? What, what, what Are you just going out and about every week or weekend now and- yeah every weekend well it's fall so that's typically what i would do i would go out me and cameron would go out gallivanting you know for one day out of the weekend i'm a big fan of the gallivanting 
Yeah, I like it too. It's very cool. It's adventure, it's journey. You got to live life, Steve. You got to get out there and just do stuff, you know? I hear you. Very cool. You learned all about Lynnhurst Mansion in Terrytown, New York. Right. Very cool place. It's kind Never of place I'd there. like to live in. Really? Scenic 14,000 square foot, you know, mansion, castle type building, you know, decorated in the late 1800s. It's pretty cool. Very nice. That's a nice area. I, I used to, my grandmother used to live there. And they had a minstrel's room where it was this giant art gallery room. And there's like a balcony up in the back there. And I asked the lady, I said, what is that balcony for? And she said, oh, I'm glad you asked that because this is the art room. And had all like commissioned portraits of all these famous people and whatnot, you know, from the owner that lived there. And they had, uh, it's, it's a minstrel and they put bands up there and entertainment. And then the guests would sit down below and watch up through the little window. Wow. Yes, yeah, pretty cool. Are there pictures of that? There is a picture of that, yes. All right, I have to find it now. because you, you will have to. I didn't, I confess, I didn't scroll through all the pictures. I, I see, well, then you, you really didn't do a thorough investigation now, did you? No, I just saw the, the Headless Horseman, and Karen made a whole folder here of... <clears throat> oh, yeah, Sleepy Hollow style. Sleepy Hollow in New York, so let's... Uh, there, There is a, no, but it's not Sleepy Hollow, it's Lynnhurst Mansion. So you have to go to the mansion one. Oh, is there a mansion folder? I think so. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through the Sleepy Hollow pictures. You on a bridge of some river there. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going on there. Okay, Where's... so that's not the correct. Oh, no. Lynnhurst Mansion. Here we go. There you Four... go. There's 40 pictures. Yeah, you don't need to see all 40. Actually, there's more than 40. So actually, I can just show you, Steve, real quick, so our viewers... Oh, can... you can show us. You can show us. Okay, let's do that then. Yeah, but I can show you in a primitive, very primitive way. No, show us on the screen way. Yes, yeah, see, so that is... The... Okay, I'll find the real picture. Yes, that is the picture. But up in the top area right here, this little... That, well, that little door was where the bands would come play. They'd hide behind that door. And uh, below that was a bedroom and some other cool stuff. But you may, yeah, you may find it. So look for that. Look for that picture, Steve. It's got the big wood wood vaulted ceiling. Okay? I'm looking for that picture. That's right what now. we're looking for. All right. Yeah, there's a lot of pictures to go through here. So I'm scrolling. There sure is. It was a quite an ed eventful day. But while you're looking for that, Steve, while you're perusing the the photo albums, uh -huh. I will tell you one of the coolest things I thought was that some of the trees were over 400 years old, so wow. they were big big trees you know right um i don't think this picture is in this photo album okay so the minstrels got cut out but you get the idea they had a big giant long room and at the end of the room was a stained glass window looking out over the hudson river and then you turn your back to the window and look the other way and there was a minstrels room above where the vans would play and then straight ahead was a little alcove with steps up to it into a back bedroom, like its own little bedroom suite with a bathroom. And then it was a, a door right and left. And one was the closet and one was the steps up to like the minstrel place. It reminded yeah. me of Lake Valhalla Country Club. When we played Lake Valhalla Country Club, it was very similar to that. The, okay. the dance floor in the wedding was below and you were, the band was up on this like balcony, really kooky, the way they had the band set up. Like you had to look over the balcony to see the crowd below. Right. So the so the wedding was going on and people were dancing on the dance floor, but the band was out of sight above. Huh. Yeah. I very, guess that yeah, that was strange. the way it was in the old days. Keep the musicians separate from everything else. 
yeah. like or orchestras, you know, you have an orchestra uh, pit and yep. that stays away from all the other things going on on stage. But, but think about that too. Like you said, like now today, you know, you're, the band is interactive, you know, everyone's, you're, you're part of the, the show, you know, the band is front and center and everyone's gathered around it as opposed to, like you said, them being up in a separate room <clears throat> elevated from everybody else, you know? Right. So very pretty cool. interesting, but yeah, very cool. Very cool. Day. I, I do really miss the fall up in the Northeast and, I would be doing the same thing if I was up there going out every weekend and exploring. The, it's the best weather. It's just, it looks beautiful. With the, well, that's uh, what it was. It was like 70 degrees out, like 72 degrees out. It's beautiful, right. sunny, you know, but not blazing sun. It was a little overcast, so they had some clouds. But yeah, right. really cool day. And the leaves are just starting to turn, so they're not even turned yet. You know what I mean? Right, right. But that's a so, nice, nice time. Yeah, good. beautiful. Good times. And I played, I, outdoor, I played outdoor gig, too, on Saturday. Okay. Do you tell? Another beautiful event. It was outdoors at a farm upstate New York. It's a big fall festival with, you know, corn mazes and cousins lobster truck was there and they had a whole bunch of people and events going on and kayaking and it was this big giant, you know, pond next to this huge, I think 65 acre farm. So it was really cool. And we played in this giant enclosed gazebo outdoors. Again, beautiful weather, right? You know, pond side um you know great turnout a lot of people then i'm off this coming weekend and then we're playing the following weekend ah that's great yeah another outdoor fall fest hayride like pumpkin uh thing that's so jealous yeah make me so jealous i love that time of year up in new jersey and new york and it's uh i really miss it i'm I'm gonna have to visit yeah it's big for the northeast so you have to figure out when you're coming up yeah um very cool um maybe steve hop in your car after the broadcast and come on up i could do that you could technically i could do that technically speaking you could do anything you want that is also true (laughs) like if i wanted to eat this crunchy piece of pretzel right now oh on the air like that and crunching i I could do that if i wanted to but i'm not going to subject the viewers to that all right you're a nice guy um, so what's happening in the cover band central land? So and what are we talking website? What are we talking website? Right. Uh, well, nobody's t- lots of people watching and nobody's talking. So say hello. Tell us where you're from. We'd like to know how far we're reaching in this world. So say hello. Um, yeah. Where are you watching from? Right. Like we tell you right in the beginning of the, the broadcast that I'm in New Orleans and Tony See, is in New Jersey. And what was great, though, was when we didn't have the video portion of it, we could be anywhere. We could have been anywhere, and we were other we places. We were. I was in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I was in Honduras one time. I think I was in Spain. Good sound right. effects. Yeah, Little Rock, I think. You, you, yep, we were in Neil Peart's living room while he was still alive early on, that a couple years great. back. That was, a, that was a great episode. Yeah. Um, Jody's in um, Seattle. Hi, Jody. Hola, Jody. Pancho's in Los Angeles, the city of angels. West Coasters. Yes. Um, so the topic I chose was, um, you may have heard in the news, because you're not on Facebook, that yesterday Facebook went down for about seven hours. Yeah, I did hear that. Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, the, the all the companies that are owned by Facebook, went down. Uh, no specific reason has been given that I know. Um but it did freak a lot of people out. Um, while Marianne's in Ireland, she was aware of the whole thing. Charleston in West Virginia 
Arwind. Okay, so Charleston so was the front runner on the on the distance trophy. Yes. So it definitely got a lot of people freaked out, and it, it, I, I didn't freak out. Like I, I was my sleep schedule was way crazy, man. Um, but I had gotten up early in the morning, then I went back to sleep for a few hours, and I, I woke up to a text from my buddy Jeff from Los Angeles, and he said, um, uh, uh, "You must be in a bad mood today, and you know, give me a holler, you know, whenever you want." And I'm like, what? Like you're why? thinking, why? What's going on? I'm like, wait, it's October fourth. Should I be in a bad mood for that day for some reason? I, like I, I couldn't figure it out. And then I went to um, my computer and tried to open Facebook, and it didn't open. And and a lot of people do this, and this is exactly what I did: is went to Twitter to see if Facebook down the hashtag was trending, right? And it was. So I read some of the the tweets there, and I'm like, okay, okay, so. And I'm like, oh, and then I called Jeff and I'm like, why should I be in a bad mood? Facebook down. <laughs> I called Jeff. I'm like, why should I be in a bad mood? He's like, because uh, Facebook's down. I'm like, that's not, why would that put me in a bad mood? And, and you know. You transcend yeah. bad moods, Steve. Tell him we transcend bad moods of Facebook. Nonsense. Dave's in New Orleans, right around the corner. Oklahoma is Chris. Seven hours of sobriety. Congratulations on that. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Good luck. Better than me. Nick's in the UK. Um, so, but it definitely, it didn't put me in a bad mood. You know, I was like, because it's happened before. And Jeff mm-hmm. was like, it's never happened this bad for this long. I'm like, eh, they'll fix it. I didn't worry about it. It's happened before it comes back. And, um, but it certainly got me thinking about what if it didn't come back? What, what would ha- I mean, I have put all most of my eggs in the Facebook basket. Uh-huh. And. I, diversify I, you know, the portfolio. Right. There's 340,000 followers of the, on the Facebook Caribbean Central page. There's 59,000 uh, group members on the Facebook, in the Facebook Caribbean Central group. That's all. If if Facebook's gone, that's you know four four hundred thousand people mm-hmm. gone that I can't connect with and can't connect with each other, which is what what they're really enjoying. So, um, I want I, first. I want to say because you're not a Facebooker, what? I, I mean, obviously, it doesn't affect you. No, it has no zero zero impact on on me. And what's that like? <laughs> that is cool. That is that is enjoying my freedom, Steve, from Facebook and the social media world. However, yes, for more details to follow, but yes, I will be joining on to Facebook. I will be creating some th- oh. things coming forthcoming. You're um, you're coming in like late to the party, like where there's just a couple beers left in the fridge, and you know a lot of people have left already. And, Correct, but I walk in and I walk past the overturned and the right. glass broken on the ground. Right, but you're and, still and, like, yeah, there's, you know, there's, right, because everyone's like, what are you doing, dude? The party's, you know, there's only the stragglers are left, and I and then I walk through that dismal scene, Steve, past a couple of beers in the fridge because I don't like beer that much, 
And I go to the back to this old looking cabinet and I open it up and inside that cabinet, there is a bottle of single malt scotch unopened. All right. And let the party begin. So So, point being, you make the party where you go. You bring the party. I bring the party with me, Steve. Right. I don't, it doesn't matter if I get there early, if I get there late, the party is still (laughs) going to be going on. Okay. So I'm late to the party, but you know what? Got to be late sometimes because as a drummer, I'm always early, you know, always an hour and a half early to the gig. As long as you're not early while you're playing a song. Last one. Yeah. You don't want to be rushing, you know, but you don't want to be too late either. You'd be, that's, you know. Sit in that sweet pocket. That's Uh, right. It didn't bother Facebook user a bit that Facebook or a bite that it went out. But now I can see if you had, you know, viable interest in Facebook and had things that were, you know, important like you do, then yes, be very, very concerned. But for me, when they're like, oh, Facebook's down, it's like, yeah, you know, it doesn't really affect me on any level because I'm not on Facebook, right? Right. And Karen's on Facebook and she keeps me updated on things I need to be in the know about. Right. If something major happens, she will convey that information to you. Correct. And she did convey to me that, yes, Facebook's down. There's some kind of issue with it. But what? when would that was yesterday? That was yesterday. It yeah, happened, okay. uh, they said, about 11.30 or 11.40 a.m. Yeah, it East, went till Eastern after dinner time, right? And it went till, yeah, it went till, I guess, about 7 o'clock Eastern, mm-hmm. somewhere in that ballpark. Um, and it slowly came back up. It, it took It took a minute. Um, yeah, and Instagram was part of it as well. Joe's in Vermont. I want to move to Vermont, dude. Vermont's cool. Look I've at that there. picture of Joe yeah. with his big, big ass dog. I think it's a dog. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a. Is it a pony? If I'm not mistaken, no, that looks like that might be. Um... Oh, I forget the name of that dog. It's that dog. Yeah, it'll come to me. My my neighbor, when I was growing up as a kid, had one, and his dog's name was Shazam. I think this this dog's name is Newfie. There you go, <laughs> Newfoundland. Oh, he's in Newfoundland. It's a Newfoundland. No, he's dog. not. He's in Bur- Burlington, Vermont. The dog is in Newfoundland. That's the, that's the, I think oh, that's oh, the I see. Type of dog that he has. That wasn't what my neighbor had. My neighbor had something else. It was uh, can't remember for the life of me the name of it. All right. But I do remember it was all black and it was Shazam and it looked like that, but it wasn't a Newfoundland. All right. So nonetheless. So even though you're not a Facebook user and uh, a lot of people aren't, and that's fine. I do want to know what that's like. I want that freedom sometime in my life where I could just like, ah, I don't have to And and you got to remember the reason I never got on Facebook was not because I opposed it or didn't want to do it. It was just because I didn't have the time to keep up with checking it, posting stuff and being like on it all the time, you know? So I figured if I I can't invest any time in it, then why you be on it, you know, just to have it and never be on it. Well, you're not obligated to post things or check on anything as a, as a Facebooker. But then why would I have Facebook? If I'm if I'm not going to go on it and I'm not going to use it and I'm not going to post and I'm not going to surf and look at stuff and, you know, be part of the community, then, like I said, that's initially why I said if I don't have the time to do it, it would just be a waste of time to, to join it. But shortly, I'm going to have a reason to get on it. Right. So then but you have a post. you have a smartphone like everybody else does. And you, of course, you know, it's like while you're taking a dump, that's what you do. You look at your Facebook feed. Gotcha. Or you do something else like play Jeopardy like I do. I play Jeopardy right. on my phone. 
or you dump real quick and get out of the bathroom and get on with whatever you were doing before you had to dump. <laughs> right. Do that too. <laughs> you can do that too. Right. That, that's true. But nonetheless, yes. So, yes. Yeah, like anything people... else, I guess it was at that time too. It was the you know a lot of the mindlessness and the hating and all of the commentary and everybody right. you know, ranking everybody else. It was just like I just don't. You know, I have no space in my life. I I you know? I feel you, man. Yeah. But I found something that worked as a, a means to uh, get oh, get people together. 100%. It's a great platform for what you're doing and what you're doing. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm against Facebook in any way. It's just that that's the reason I never joined. And then as time has evolved now, it may be time where I will have to join, you know, because I can now contribute some things and have an interest in it. But back then when everyone was in the Facebook craze, you know, especially through all the election stuff, it was just like the ridiculousness of just, you know, people – I don't know how, like we talked about it, how you could have that much time in the course of a day to sit on Facebook and just berate other people and critique what, what other people are saying. And like, you're, you know, be so egocentric that your opinion, you have to force your opinion, you know, across another person. If they don't agree with you, they're, they're, they're scum, you know, right, right, right. like just craziness, you know? Yeah, it, it definitely got bad. Um, For sure. But, uh, but, you know, so we got a taste of what it's like, for seven hours to, to not have yeah. uh, Facebook. And, you know, so let me ask you, Steve. So hang on. So what was that like for you? It Being was that it was, your, your life line is the Facebook because like you said, the, the group and you know, you, you spend, here's the difference I could equate it to is that I'm not even on Facebook and you spend, you know, a 80% of your day, if not more, on Facebook, working on content, working on your stuff for, you know, what you do. So it's a big part of your life. Well, it's so not, after, after two, three hours, what are your thoughts then? Like, yeah, it's, it's not it's, back up yet. It's not the, the amount of time that I spent on it, you know, cause it's really quite not, not quite 80%. There's a freaking fruit fly flying around my head. Um, the same guy from last week. That's Franklin. Yeah. He, he hangs out here. He likes it here. Um, it's cool. Because face, you know, my computer is always on. It's always open, and certain tabs are always open. And one of them is Facebook. And yeah, if if something happens, I get a notification on my phone. So it's a considerable part. It's just kind of a hum in the background almost all mm -hmm. the time. Um, so it it's, you know, it's just like any other habit. It's at first you're like you go to that, and then like oh it's, wait it's not there. Oh yeah, that's right. And then that keeps that feeling keeps coming up. I didn't, but I didn't feel like uh, uh, worried at all. You know, I just know that they'll figure it out, whatever, whatever it is. Sure. Um, but they still never alluded to what the issue was. No, I don't think so. I didn't think too, too deep into it. Mm -hmm. um, but it certainly got me thinking what if this happened where it just it crashed and it's gone and that's it? But just like that, no warning, it's gone. Um, what would pe people would definitely get go through withdrawals? Well, let me ask you a question. When you when people sign up for the website for Cover Band Central, they have to give you some kind of information for their profile, right? Do they give you any contact info, like an email or anything? Well, the people who are on the website, I'm not worried about them. It's the people yeah, that are no, but yeah, of the people in the group, is there any type of tag to them where in the you, Facebook group? Yes, no. So if it did went if it went away, legit, you'd have no way to contact those people. Correct. Gotcha. And the page, you know, three hundred forty thousand people. Yeah, just gone. So I would. I I, I thought 
it's obvious that the thing I need to, to promote and tell people about is the website because um, at least that's a place where this thing, I know I look like a crazy person now. This thing, the little, little fruit fly just flying around my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and you got to slap them fast to get them too. You got to be oh. like, you know what I mean? Like you got to drummer reflexes. You can't be like, and then it's, it's over there by the time your hand closes. Yeah. The those, air has the, blown it over there, you know? Those things are pretty cool. That's what happens. They're so light that when you go to crush them, as right. you close in on them, the air between your hands pushes them out. Right. Um, anyway. That's why fly swatters are made out of like a netting, like a fabric. Right. I get that. Flies no air are pressure. Yes. Flies are much bigger than the, these little things. <laughs> yes, they are. Same concept, though. So See, dude, uh, it's wisdom. It's all wisdom, man. For, know. You know, why are well, fly swatters made out of like netting? It's so that they don't create any air behind the, the, the fly when you're knows creeping that. up and killing it. Well, maybe right. some people don't, Steve, you know? Not everybody okay. knew Facebook was down yesterday. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, yes. I So I'm thinking the alternative for people because these the people that are especially part of the group really like having the group and and mm -hmm. i'm sure they would all kind of go through some sort of withdrawal because there's people that are on there every day commenting on things yes and posting things and they would they would go through some serious withdrawal so we have the website so i i have to to try to convince you that you should sign up for a profile it is free there's no obligation. I don't send out a ton of emails. I send out a newsletter like once in a while and that's it. So you're not going to get any spam or anything. And it's set up basically like Facebook where you create a profile and there's a news feed. So any content that you pick, there are groups to join. If you want to just be a part of the group, much like Facebook. Now it's not as uh, uh, professionally done as Facebook. I have to admit, but it still looks and functions Great. So, you know, the more people that come in, the more we can kind of upgrade the, the functionality and the look of it. When I do sign up, Steve, I'm going to sign up for me and my band. Both. Because you can sign up for you, your band, or both. That's right. For free. So let's, you know, if you'll indulge me, Tony, if you don't mind, I'm going to just show the website because it's been a while. Okay. Let's, let's have a little preview, Steve. Have a little walkthrough of the cover band central homepage. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to show it and I'll, I'll give you a little walkthrough of it, but it is coverbandcentral.com. And let's make sure you can see it mm -hmm. there. And you can. So that's the homepage. It, that's what you see. And the, the menu up top gives you all your options of what you can do. But I'm going to scroll through. It tells you, you know, upcoming birthdays, just like on Facebook. Yep. Pictures. This is my the the, the uh, my profile here. So your avatar would show up right here in the upper left. But this is my cover band central. And so you have a news feed just like you do in the group. So you could come in here, put your picture up, put videos up, um, ask questions, and get discussions going just like happen like it happens in the group. Same deal. Uh, um, and. You create events so you can post your events, your your upcoming shows, gigs here. This is kind of a, a, a all in one for musicians. Browse one stop through, shop. Browse through all the articles here, all the stuff that I've written, lots and lots of articles. The meme gallery. 
fun to look through funny memes. Like say you're looking for a drummer meme right here. You just go to that memes tab, click on drums because your, your buddy, your buddy is a drummer, but you, you love the guy, but you, you like making fun of him. You want to harass him a little bit. Yeah. to harass him a little bit. You go, or you want to put up something, you know, that's, that's more inspirational here. There's some drum memes right here, right in this, that I put them all together. So by category here on the website. Wow. Uh, there's a shop. You can buy some merch, some swag, classifieds. You're selling something, put it up there. You're looking for a, a somebody, a musician, put it in there. And if you're available, put it in there. And there's other services. You can promote your, your lessons, your, your graphic work, recording, marketing, whatever you do. You promote it here. There's so much you can do on this website. And if you're a, a member, if you sign up here, you'll get notified what's going on. And you can make this. You can be part of the genesis of this making it the best website for musicians on the internet. And that's what I really think it is. And because uh, everything I I'm a musician, I'm a working musician and everything that I feel like I would need. I is right there. there. But you know, that, there, yeah. and that's the unique thing about it because it's designed by a working musician. So the perspective of how that's it right. should, you know, navigate is, is very hands-on. That's right. It's covervancentral.com. Sign up for a profile for you, your band or both. It is yes. Free. The link is in the description, by the way. I put that in there, too. I really thought... That's run by professional musicians, not accountants moonlighting as musicians. Exactly. Not Weekend Warriors. No offense to the Weekend Warriors. No, but, of course not. But that's what this is. Excellent. But I'm not working. I, I haven't worked since July because of, I had COVID and mm -hmm. uh, couldn't work during that. And just coming back and, and then I uh, uh, lost my job. I told everybody about that a couple of weeks ago yep. that uh, the band has decided to move on without me and, and use the sub that they've been using. Um, so I, I was not permitted to come back to work after my battle with COVID. You were not invited back to the party afterwards. No. Okay but I did, I did get a message. I got a message the other day from somebody who knows of my situation and asked if I'm ready to come back you know to just kind of come back a little slowly and I, I i said maybe you know what he got and they have in a couple weeks so about a week and a half now um opening for a maiden tribute band and they're just playing like eight or nine songs and they're all like 80s songs and he's asked if i wanted to do it and i thought okay this is a good way to kind of dip my toe in the pool um yeah no long-term commitment get out right. play right and eight or nine songs is nothing i mean that's that's a half a set you know not yeah. even a whole full set yeah on like on bourbon street so so i agreed to do that so uh I, and i got the list and, and it's cool it, some of the songs are like what really and then some of the songs are like okay cool so that's nice and, and when that. is that it'll be the 15th friday next week um, and the, the main band we're opening for, I know the singer, he's somebody I've worked with before, so it'll be cool to see him. And I, I love Iron Maiden, so I want to see how good these guys are. I want to check them out. Yeah. And it's at, it's at, a um, um, Southport Music Hall, which is the big venue here, kind of in outside of New Orleans in, 
the suburbs. Right, right. Um, and uh, you've talked about it before. Yeah, I played there before. Yeah, and so it's cool. So, uh, so yeah, and I'm gonna gonna re rehearse with them at least once. They invited they rehearse on Thursdays. Invited me to come this week as well. Um, I don't know if I'm going to. I don't think so. I kind of want to just give myself a little bit more time with um, stamina. Yeah, yeah, and learning the songs. And I have other stuff that I'm doing, like cover band central stuff that I'm doing that I want to get done before. But that is I a good way to break in, like you said, because eight or nine songs, you know, even if you're not 100% health-wise, like if you don't feel like you're up for it, you know, at least it's not, you know, three sets. It's not a full night, you know, of 30, 40, 50 songs. Right, where I have to screw over the band and be like, hey, guys, I can't keep playing. That would that would suck. Um and I think I think I'm at the point where I probably could, like a Bourbon Street night, I could probably make it through, but I don't want to. <laughs> I just, no, in a perfect, like you said, a, a half a set is a great way to ease back in. Yeah, I really want to focus on Cover Band Central stuff. That's that's what's yeah. kind of floating my boat right now. So. But I think if the gigs come along, like one here and one there, and it's the right thing, you know, it, it'd be fun to do. Yeah, and I didn't have to do any of it. You know, this came to me, right. um, which is kind of cool. Um, and the guy who reached out to me is a guitar player, really good. He, uh, uh, I've played with him before uh, a gig or two, uh, a few gigs, I think, with him. We were doing a tribute thing, uh, Foreigner and Journey and Bon Jovi tribute thing. And he's good, you know, he sings. So, uh, cool. And I saw some video of the band that he's with, and they sound pretty good, you know. That, um, it's hard to tell what the video is like a rehearsal video. Right, right, right. But I, but I know this guy, I know he's talented, so he's not going to work with uh, people who aren't that good. So, um, yeah, it so, sounds like it. And you're in a good venue. So the band must be somewhat decent. Good venue, good gig, opening for a Maiden tribute band. I love Iron Maiden. So I'm, I'm going to enjoy the whole night. Yes. Play my gig and then watch those guys play. And uh, Detroit is the singer, and he's he's a very good singer. But I've never heard him sing metal. I was in a band with him. Uh, oh, so he, you know him, but not in the Maiden setting. Right. I was in a band with him in a wedding band. He was the wedding band leader and singer. Well, he must have some kind of Bruce Dickinson-esque pipes to be able to do it. He does have quite a range, that I know. But I've never heard him sing metal, you know, like. And I'm sure he's really good because he didn't, you know, he's around the same age as me. So grew up listening to the same music. Cool. Yeah. So that's uh, something to look forward to. It, it's it's given me a little bit of anxiety now because I'm like, oh, I got to get all this other stuff done too. And uh, hey, stay in the present. Don't don't project. Thank you. Wisdom. Right. Wisdom. Because we're this is where we are. Right. There's all kinds of stuff that's out in front of us that we could be thinking about and worrying about and planning to do and everything. And it's just distracting us from what we're doing right now. So, you know, you got stuff to do on your to do list. Just start chowing into it. You know, yes. I mean, it's all you can do. You can't really worry about the time frame of the scheduling and oh, my gosh, am I going to be able to get all this done? And then you're going to, you know, you're derailing yourself on something that doesn't even exist except in your mind. I couldn't have said that better. Very good. Just repeating wisdom from previous shows, Steve, where you probably said something like that previously. So probably. just regurgitating information here. Perfect. You know? Yes. Yeah. 
Um, it is exciting though because I do love October and like we were saying before with you uh, yeah. on weekends. October. It'll get, it'll get me out of the house and, and uh, yeah, doing doing stuff with with other human beings and and enjoying the weather because the weather down here it it gets really nice too. It doesn't get as crispy as it does up there, but. Oh, you know what's great, too, Steve, about like the, going on the on the adventures. You know, on the weekend when me and Karen went, was mm. like years ago out in Terrytown. I I was work. I did a couple of jobs out there, and I had a friend of mine, Bruce, electrician. He took me to this place for lunch, and it was on the Hudson River, like right under the Tappan Zee Bridge. Like you could almost throw a rock at the bridge. Like it's like right there. So I couldn't remember the name of it. So long story short, I look it up, and I but I remember when we went there, he was like, "Yeah, follow me. Like just we're gonna I'm gonna take you to this really cool place," and it's like through this like crazy back roads and then you're riding along the river along like railroad tracks with like rail yards and there's like a boat yard then there's like a burnt out boat yard then there's like some like desolate property with fencing around it and then like you know as you're driving you know like as you're going back to you're like what like what is this like this is really shady you know and then mm. you get to like the very very end of this road and there's a fence with like a broken gate on it it's all crooked and you pull through and there's like all these like it's, it's a marina with a boatyard of like all these skeleton boats and then you make a right and then you're in the parking lot of this like you know riverfront dining establishment then you go up these stairs and you're like on this deck and then you're right on the water nice. so if you didn't know it was there you would never find it you know what i mean like it's not it's way off the beaten path right that's cool yeah, that, so whole, that whole that whole east coast that north uh, around the northern united states is really nice um even like even like new york the new jersey like fort lee and you go up uh i don't remember even what the roads are now up yeah, there. like 9W up to Palisades Parkway up that yeah, way. Yeah, up to Palisades, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful area. I used to go hiking there. Um, yeah. Uh, around that area. And it, was cool, it, and it was cool to look at that side of, you know, the Jersey side from New York. Because usually you're right. looking across the river the other way, you know? Right. So that was pretty neat. Mm. Cool, cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to go back and play. I haven't picked up my bass since July. So... Are you going to practice the songs or are you just going to wing it? No, I'm going to practice. Okay, good man. Have you not seen this show before? I didn't know. I I didn't know. Yes, but I didn't know if you knew the songs already. Like if they were, you know, like if there's four songs that you played a thousand times, you're not going to have to practice them, I wouldn't think. This is the way I operate, though. If I'm playing with a new band, with people that I have, generally people that I haven't jammed with before, I'm going to go, I'm going to prepare as if I don't know anything. So if I say to you, Steve, we're doing Jesse's Girl, American Girl. Um, Are you going to be my girl? 8675309. And let's just say that's the first couple of songs. Are you going to go and put them on and listen to them and sit down and play along with them? No. Right. No, not those songs. That's my point. I know okay. you're going to practice. I just didn't know if it was songs that you knew. Gotcha. Good. Like back okay. your hand. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't mean to say like, are you just going to show up there and be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't prepare at all, but I'm just going to try to play. Like, no, <laughs> you know, they'd be like, okay, thanks, man. That would be that'd Actually, be hilarious because they'd be like, wait, this guy runs Cover Van Central. What the hell? Yeah. What is this? What the hell is this guy? Loser he Van Central even, over here. He doesn't even practice Jesse's girl. What's wrong with him? Unprepared Central. What's up with that guy? 
Yeah, no, I, I just that's what I meant. Like, was it eight songs that you know, like six of them, and you don't even have to even think about it? Just show up, plug your bass in, and play, or are you gonna actually like shed some stuff at home before you go? That I th- the well, there's there's question. some of them that I have to learn because I I've, I've oh. never. Uh, that's I'll, fun. I just did that last year. Seventy two songs, and it's not. I, I'm gonna tell you what the psalmist is here. Okay, here we go. Um, all right, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine songs. Of those nine songs, uh, what's your favorite song on that list? Before of the nine songs, well, first of all, of the nine songs, there's one, two, three, four that I don't need to practice. Okay. Of the nine. So there's five that I need to either learn and or practice. And uh, my what is my favorite? Was your of question? the nine, yes. My favorite is Don't Tell Me You Love Me by Night Ranger. And is that one of the ones you know? That is one of the ones that I need to learn. I, I, I've played it long, long time ago. Are you going to stand like Jack Blades in front of the train? Yes, I am. Excellent. I love Jack Blades. Yeah, I want to see that. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you the song look what the cat dragged in by poison which i don't even know how that goes me neither i don't think i've ever heard it um i probably have heard it but i can't but i mean yeah I, I couldn't hum it for you so that i need to learn fight for your right by beastie boys which i don't have to go over um turn up the radio and i didn't include that in this but i really don't need to go over it turn up the radio by autograph I pretty much know it, but I, I, I would practice it anyway, that song, just because I haven't played it with a band in a long time. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I would practice that song anyway. But I, I do know it. If I if I had to play it right now, I would play it probably right. perfect. Gotcha. But I, I would st- I'm still going to practice it because I like it. Um, Round and Round by Rat. Um, don't need to practice it, but I probably will anyway. Uh, rock you like a hurricane scorpions don't yeah. need to, don't need to practice it um but i probably will anyway don't tell me you love me jet city woman um, wow queen strike by, by queen strike from the empire album love yeah. the song um i i i knew it back in the day but i i would definitely have to go back and relearn it and practice yeah, pull it. the dust off that one um and then enter sandman which i don't need to practice I it's know Enter Sandman like I know my own hand. There you go. Lefty and righty. So that's a pretty, but these guys are 80s, you know, they're doing an 80s thing, which is weird because Jet City Woman's definitely not 80s. I mean, that was Empire was 1990, right? Mm, it was 1990. 90 or 91-ish. Ray says, hey there. Hey there, Ray. What's up, Ray? I'm going to say it was 90 with confidence. Um, but I get it. You know, Let's Queen's see like, how confident you are, Steve. I'll look it up real quick. Okay. I'm like a walking book of statistics, though, with music. And I play Jeopardy every day and watch Jeopardy every day. So I got a lot of useless information in my head. Plus, I read. Plus, I'm on Facebook. By the way, we were talking about it earlier. If, uh, you know... You want an alternative to Facebook that won't go down and lose your stuff. 
CoverBandCentral.com. Sign up for a profile for you, your band, or both. It is free. Free, free, free. And there's a lot of cool stuff on there. Just go to the site and check it out. You'll be like, all right, there's a lot of cool stuff on here. And I want to be in touch with these people. 1990 release, Steve Witchell. (sighs) See? You want to stay in touch with your friends and people in this industry, so go sign up there at CoverBandCentral.com. Yes. I was doing a little commercial while you were looking it up. That's good. So, yes, Steve, you were correct, 1990. Donna loves hey, Queen hey, Drake. Love Queen Drake, yeah. Uh, I know my. when Mindcrime came out, I was working, uh, doing uh, construction, and we were doing these big lawn surveys, and it was all day behind this big walk behind machine, and I had Queen Drake, I had the cassette in my Walkman on loop, and for probably th- a good two and a half months, listened to that album every day, all day. Mindcrime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, one of the greatest rock albums ever. Yeah, it was great, and knew Operation it, like, and like you said, knew it like the back of my hand. We used to play all kinds of songs off it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe in love was one of the favorites. Yeah, for us, that me and Jeff we used to play it all the time, and uh, well, that yeah. was like the one of the bigger hits off the off the record for sure. Brilliant record. I saw them perform it live three times. Uh, it was the Empire tour is when they did all of Minecraft. Yeah, because um, they were because they were an opening act when they had Minecraft. I saw them open for Def Leppard in mm-hmm. Stat uh, or Long Island, Nassau. Um, yeah, uh, and it was Nassau Coliseum, and uh, so I don't think anybody else on that tour. But then they did the Empire tour and they played all of Minecraft from beginning to end. I saw that three times on that tour. Brilliant, just brilliant. I mean, the music, just those musicians, incredible. Scott Rockefeller, man, that drummer. Oh, yeah. He's Oof. way ahead of his time. Yeah. Badass. And the, the, the dual guitar, that 80s guitar kind of thing with the the uh, the harmony solos together. But yeah. very tasty. It was all very musical, that album. And told the story. Yep. And Tate's Jeff, voice sounded great. Jeff Tate's range is just unreal, man. How low he can go and how high he can sing. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the best out there of that, that era of the rock. And that was and that was also one of the first albums of that era that had that like super production where it sounded really fat and full. You could hear everything, you know what I mean? It wasn't garage bandy, it was very produced. Yeah. Just just killer. Um, sound effects and all told the whole story. It was a rock opera. It was. And that's, uh, yeah, one of the greatest albums. Yeah, still a great album. I got to meet Jeff Tate. I got to see him sing. I also got to see him before Mindcrime um, in its entirety, too, in a club. Tipitina is here. About five, five or six years ago, he did a tour when they were still in litigation with mm-hmm. him and, and Queensryche. And right. they hadn't decided yet. But he was like, screw it, I'm going to tour so he was like Jeff Tate of Queensryche or something like that. Right. And But it was Brian Tishy on drums, Rudy Sarzo on bass, and um, uh, gosh, I forget. That's that a heavyweight name. band right there. Yeah. So I got to meet Jeff and I got to meet Rudy, which was awesome because Rudy was one of my my heroes growing up. Yeah. And uh, it was what cool. What a career he's had, huh? Yeah. But seeing, I mean, Jeff Tate's a little older, so his voice isn't quite, quite where it was, but it's still, still killer. 
Oh, yeah, no doubt. But when he was in his prime, untouchable. Yeah. He's like one of the, like David Coverdale, when I've seen Whitesnake, has this range, but knows how to you really use the microphone and breath yeah. control to, yeah, to, to not have to overexert themselves with, with notes. No, he can definitely capitalize on the efficiency of his ranges, you know, like you said, by utilizing those different techniques. And mic technique is so important and so, you know, many people don't realize that, you know. Like when you're at a gig, you know, from being right up on the mic, even when you pull away or you turn this, you know, it changes dramatically Yeah, what your voice sounds like, you know. Yeah, that's something that got hammered home to me um, when I was in Jersey and I was playing Mad Rabbit. Matt, the singer, Matt Wells, uh, was a good friend of mine too. And, and he uh, always used to say that, mic technique, mic technique, you know. Yeah. Like he's doing it with because he's singing and he's got a free hand and he can kind of put this. But, you know, you're playing on an instrument, you don't, you're not holding by hand. So you have to learn how to. Yeah, to move away from it. To That's where I, used to, I used to wear a headset, but that was the issue with the headset mic. There's no way to pull away from it. Right. You know what I mean? So then I switched to a, a regular mic on a stand. And it's a lot lot easier to control. And what kind of mic are you using? Like 58? No, I used to use a 58, but it was a little too boomy. So I have a Sennheiser um, 603 or something. I forget what model it is, but it's it's a high-end Sennheiser mic. Uh, and it's great. You know, it's got a different range. It's got more of a, uh, hypercardioid pattern. So it's more focused. So I don't get all the bleed, you know, from the right. kit. Okay. But again, you gotta be right on it, which is not a problem because the way I have my mic set up, it's right. It's, you know, it's right in my face. I just, have to, you know, my, my range of backing off it is only, you know, I tilt my head back a little bit. I don't have to really pull way, way off it, you know? Right. Um, and it works good. Are you singing lead on anything? Oh yeah. I sing lead on like three or four songs. What songs? I sing lead on Lido. I sing lead on Run on Empty, Jackson Brown. Ooh, okay, great song. That, that, that's a new song for us too, by the way. We just we just broke it out over the weekend, and yeah, really cool. A lot of really cool harmonies, and it's a live. You know, it's it's a live version, obviously. But when you listen super carefully, there is there are some vocals overdubbed in there. On the original record? Wait, wait yeah, what are you talking yes, about? Yes, yes. So on Running yeah. on Empty, when you listen to that live recording, uh-huh. you can hear Jackson Brown singing on both parts. So at some point, they must have went back, and he added his voice to the background parts to make it fuller. Got it, got it, okay. You know, because he's singing Running on Empty, and and, and he's saying, because I'm running on, and the band's singing Running on Empty. But it overlaps, the, right. But you can hear it on the record. Jackson Brown's voice is in that background vocals singing over his vocal right so that's gotcha. you know little tidbit there but yeah great nice. great tune man real really really good song you know mm-hmm. and then and then and i was gonna sing um roll with the changes by reo speedwagon oh okay but ken the singer in the band you know he said well if i can't hit you know if i can't do it then i said then i'll give it a shot you know and we played it and he was like killed it man it was great so i'm not singing that he's going to sing it i'm seeing all the backgrounds on it with the other guys but he's going to sing lead on it because he just said he did a great job he sounds just like kevin cronin really keep on rolling yeah keep on rolling baby i love that song we used to play it here too with one of the bands i was with yeah super upbeat gets the crowd going you know 
eight notes all the way through that for the for the bass player through the whole song uh-huh <laughs> which is it's fun to play that because you have to just keep it's good it's good exercise yeah a lot of finger movement there yeah cool man so yeah so i guess it was, we're not playing this coming weekend but the following weekend the 17th we'll be playing back up at tinborn brewery which is another outdoor venue which is great. The last time we played there it was, I think I told you, it was like a couple hundred people, and then it's, it 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 got dark, and then it, it just the sky just opened, and it monsoon rained on everybody. Right. And like halfway through, like a quarter of the way into the third set, we got rained out. But what great, happens? you know, great, yeah, but great venue. Supposed, to, you know, we'll see what the weather's going to be. But fall weather's cool. You know, it reminds me of like we used to play Oktoberfest. It's hit or miss. You know, you could have it like a sixty-eight to seventy-two degree night, or you could have a forty-eight degree night you know i remember playing a couple of october gigs where you could see your breath you know it was cold yes i remember gigs like that too yeah especially even when you're outdoors here. because everything's outdoor now you know yeah even down here a few years ago before we were doing this i played a uh, a christmas party in mississippi i remember that outdoors i probably told you i, I was that before i had to be before we were doing wasn't that, that so. but yeah but that was back weren't you in like some backwoods like little shady crazy bayou bar or is that a new year's no no late? this was this was a like a, a nice home and uh, a nice area outside in the back uh, and we, we we had water behind us and there was like a sort of a pier going out from this man's property into the water so we were kind of set up there and uh uh yeah just facing the house with the water behind us and it was freaking cold it was uh i mean a lot of people have to deal with more cold than this but it was like 20 25 degrees yeah that's cold to be playing outside you know yeah it was it was cold and, and you know the the guy was merciful with us he he didn't make us stay out there for for too long at a clip you know and then when we were on break he would you know go into the warm house was he joe owner he was kind of like joe owner there's always a joe owner joe owner we've talked Um, about joe owner in the past but we'll come back to that next week yes but uh yeah that's challenging Uh, dealing with the elements when you're playing outside is can be challenging because it's it's hard to play an instrument when it's cold and you're cold. Yeah, and sometimes it stuff doesn't stay in tune either if it's that cold out. You know what I mean? There and, was, your, and your hands don't work, and it's just it's you know st- electronics behave strangely, and you know things just happen. There was actual like frost <laughs> condensation on yeah. the drummer's snare drum. Yeah, <laughs> that he had to clean off. Like, yeah, yeah. That's must cool. have been that's blazing. Like, it was been blazing hot chops. That's like YouTube playing New Year's Day video, right? For real, right? <laughs> Out in the snow it's, in the fields. Except the there blizzard. was no snow, but right. it was as as cold as if there were snow. cold as could be, Steve. In Mississippi, you would think that never happens in Mississippi. Yeah, that is kind of strange, but I guess not. Yeah, I like it. I miss. It's too warm here right now. I miss the cold. I might have to move back to Jersey. You know, something we'll have to touch on too, not tonight, but another thing. Think of all the interesting people that you've had the opportunity to meet over the journey of being a cover band musician. You know, I was just talking to a 
day about that. We were just reminiscing about all, you know, 30 or 40 years of playing gigs and all the, you know, situations and people and, and just, you know, things that you wouldn't have been exposed to or had the privilege to experience if you weren't in a band, you know, the things you see, the characters, the people you meet, the, you know, being exposed to so many gigs at so many different venues and bars. It's like, you always meet people that want to talk to the guys in the band and they come up and it's, you know, stories about, you know, events that transpired around where the band was playing or someone that saw the band playing, but you ran into somewhere else and, you know, and, or just kooky characters that you've met, like, you know, that are always in band, full band attire at the food store. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Full band attire, wherever they go. They're dressed like they're at a gig, even though they're not at a gig. So when you see them, you think like, that guy must be a musician of some sort, you know? But yeah. over the top, like, you know, the bandana, like, you know, <laughs> the poison bandana with the rings and chains and vest and the boots and stuff hanging off your pants and, you know, like total rocker look 24-7. Yeah, and as you walk, you hear those chains, ching, ching, ching. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, love it. And the places that you go to, um, I, there's so many places on this planet that I've been to that I otherwise would have never been to, right? Had I not been playing in a cover band, so uh -huh. that's that's another big aspect. But all those things you listed too, I did an article of uh, the purse of being in a cover band, and you just basically covered all of that and more in. A minute and a half. Yeah, like, a, like your new promo person, dude. I'm like the BD guy, you know? Hey, man, you're hired. Just, just send me the stuff. I'll take care of it for you. Yeah. Elton um, might be your last week this week, buddy. I got a PR guy, too, but I may have to get rid of him. Uh, all right. As long as you give him uh, his pension. He's got pension. His name is Elton. He's cool. He'll, stay, he'll be here for a while. He's not going anywhere. I like just it. teasing him. So, anyway. Cool, uh, cool stuff. Good week. Yeah, Fun. good stuff. So, so to recap, so what is the plan then for the website? What is the, what is the culmination of the Facebook outage? What epiphany have you had that's now going to drive the next phase of Cover Band Central? The epiphany I've had is that I need to tell people about it more. That's why I'm talking about it now because a lot of people hear about it and like I didn't know you had a website. They just go so, on the Facebook page, right? Right. So I need to, to make sure I'm talking about it a lot so I reach as many people as I can, which is why I'm talking about it here. And I mention it every time we do a little podcast here, but I don't get deep into it But um, and, and don't really uh, emphasize this reason that, you know, Facebook could crash and then not come back. And then what would you do? You would and you still want to be part of this community. So that's an option. It's there. I set it up that way on purpose to be similar to Facebook. So there's no learning curve. You can just come in and, and you know how it works. Um, and it's kind of like your, your safety net, I guess, <laughs> but it, it might, you might find it better than Facebook right now, the way it's set up because of it's all just for cover band musicians, mm -hmm. you know, and it's not, it's not going to get a lot of the trolls and stuff that Facebook groups do. You know, people want to steer away from that negative stuff. And this is the place to do it. As they should, so, yes. You've come to yeah. the right place. So sign up for profile. It's free for your band of both, CurbBandCenter.com. And, uh, I, yeah, I like I confess I haven't put as much work into the website as I can. 
Um, so I'm doing that now. I'm, I'm way more active on it and setting it up so it's much more user-friendly for everybody and uh, good content, stuff that's useful. Yeah, because you. you thought to yourself, what would I do if Facebook was through? <laughs> would I sit home and cry? You might. Might. But you're not because you're being proactive, Steve, and you're planning ahead for the demise of Facebook potentially sometime in the near or distant future. You will be ready. Right, Nick. And Nick, once I get rolling, ask about a phone app. Phone once app. I, once I get it rolling where I got some revenue coming in, then I will get a phone app developed. Yes, rolling, um, because, rolling, rolling. Because I want one too. I do too. Yeah. So, uh, app. And if you have any other ideas like that, like he did, you can send me an email, Steve at CurveManCentral.com. That's the way to reach me. If you want to throw some money in the tip jar, paypal.me slash CurveManCentral. Make sure you sign up for the YouTube channel. The link is in the description. Uh, subscribe to YouTube. That's where all these videos are of the Wisdom Hour that we've done and all the other stuff that CurveMan Central has done is there on YouTube. So subscribe and you'll get notified. Click the bell. You'll get notified when we go live. Uh, Notification. Cool. All right, Tony. Good to talk to you as always. All right, Steve. Always a pleasure. See you next week, my friend. Good to see you all out there. Make sure you sign up for RedCentral.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.